attitude is the difference between an ordeal and an adventure. So, you know, you can, you yourself can just make or break what that situation is going to be right there, especially when all that negativity is coming at you or depending how that all went about. Um, and maybe you handled it really well and they walked out of the door, but now that's stuck with you, right? Now you're sitting there thinking, okay, like you said, you rocked out this whole day. Um, again, worrying is like a rocking chair. <laughs> it gives you something really fun to do to pass the time, but where do you get? Absolutely nowhere. So that's something I, that's always really in life. I say that so much. I've probably worn that one out, but it's uh, the strongest advice for people to truly listen to and just hear those words. Like, why, why do we worry? I understand there's sometimes some things, but like, what benefit ever are we ever getting out of it? I'm just a hairstylist. How am I supposed to be a photographer, a social media manager, a receptionist, a marketing manager, and an entrepreneur as well? Welcome to the Secret Life of a Hairstylist podcast, where we shatter the term, I'm just a hairstylist, and help inspire you behind the chair. I'm Samantha, and I'm a hairstylist, educator, and salon owner, and I want to help inspire you with tips from how to manage your social media, to how to sell retail, to how to continue a positive mindset, making you more money as a stylist. Every week, I will share my own experiences over the last 10 years, plus bring in amazing experts from all over the hair industry to share their secrets on success. So what do you say? Are you ready to challenge yourself, get inspired, and build your dream business behind the chair? Hello, hello, everyone. I am super excited for you to dive into this next episode, the first episode of 2021. And just before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have created a 2021 goal planning workbook for free. You can access it. I'll put it in the show notes as well as it will be on our Instagram page, uh, secret life of a underscore hairstylist. You can grab it on there through the link in my bio. But it's just going to dive into all the things that you need to plan for 2021. So all the things that I personally like to look into before I start the new year. So really just narrowing down the important numbers of the previous year, as well as creating goals based off those numbers for your 2021 for the new year, as well as creating actionable goals for the new year. So it's not just going to be about thinking about it and leaving it. It's actually creating those goals and that you or the action plans that you need to set in place. So grab that in the show notes below or on our Instagram page. And uh, I hope you enjoy. And without further ado, I will start this episode. We'll see you later. Thank you for joining me on here. I really wanted to talk to you and like you were somebody I had thought about to bring on here because you are somebody who is always like just has such like a positive aura about them and um, every time I'm around you like I just enjoy being around you Thank and you. talking to you. Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that um, means a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so I, I really wanted to talk to you especially because well right now I feel like it's even what a better time to even have this conversation because of everything that's going on and the amount of um, provinces that have been shut down now. And yeah. there's, 
I mean, everybody's in a funk and it's getting into Christmas time and where we're all supposed to be like hustling and bustling and busy and all that. And, and a lot of us aren't. So, um, I thought you'd be a great person just to talk about like building confidence and, um, talking about positivity and just kind of, I guess, just bring some positivity to people's lives right now. Definitely. We need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So again, like you're somebody who is such a positive person, um, and you are always like uplifting others. And so I just wanted to let other people to know, um, and to get your side of like where you started and like how you got to where you are and, and what it is that gives you such a positive outlook in life. Hey, well, first of all, thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) Um, First of all, I think at the end of the day, it's just giving it a try. And I think that's truly just half of it. You know, to be positive or have positivity, we just, we have to just be. So um, I think that's kind of in a little bit of a nutshell. But, um, what come from while growing up um I was just that kid who just wanted to be friends with everybody (laughs) that was kind of me but realizing really quickly that not everybody always wants to be friends with you you know maybe picked on or um you know there's just some of those people sometimes right Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard to understand like why? Why do we have to be grumpy or why do we have to be this way or why all those sorts of things? But as time has gone on, I it's something I've learned that the why isn't always for us to know. I know it's something we always search for and there's definitely the why is super important in a lot of things, but sometimes um, ignorance is bliss too. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of a funny little thing that I, I heard many, many years ago, and I don't know why it stuck with me, but uh, a thing that said, 10% of the world will hate you for no apparent reason, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And I was like, well, that's kind of kind of a gross thing, but at the same time, it stuck with me and just made me kind of remember that you're not going to please everybody mm-hmm. and you're not going to make everybody happy. But um, if I want to be happy, like I said, it's got to start with me and I've got to be in my own happy place and at least put that out there and, and change who I can and the rest won't be affected. And that's not my problem. It is what it is. You know, that's kind of with them and learning that with time, especially being someone that, you know, you said, you happy to be around. I I know that because I love to be around people. And then when, you know, I'm the type of person, if there's that one negative in the room, I'm going to be drawn maybe to also help, but also I can be the person that that can bring me down because I noticed that and I want, you know, so I've learned that you can't, uh, yeah, it starts with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think just, uh, um, we rise by lifting others up. That's a huge thing. So in a time right now when we, oh my goodness, you know, every time I feel we turn around or get up, they, they just, we say we love change, but all of a sudden when every time we turn around, we're faced with change that we didn't have an opportunity to, you know, have an opinion about or, or that sort of thing. Um, that's tough. So just remembering that, 
hey, you know, to bring myself feel better or bring the around you, you got to just put that that out there. So, yeah. Now, that being said, does it, <laughs> we all have our days 100%. That doesn't mean I walk around in this super happy bubble all the time. Let's, <laughs> let's be real, right? <laughs> like, this is reality. Um, but uh, just remembering the foundation of, of kind of your, your why, you know, why are you doing what you're doing that day or why are you getting up today or well, what is it I'm doing for work or, or whatever it may be. Um, and then, yeah, so that you can just kind of continue on. And when you get that little bit of negative, just remembering, you know, kind of kill them with kindness, right? Like we said, we ought to put out there and, uh, yeah, there's lots of little things that come from there. So that's where it kind of all started. And then with what we do for a living behind the chair, we're talking to people all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So that can really bring in, once you understand energy, you know, you're going to get so many different energies that sit in that chair and learning that something I've learned through the years, do I need to match that energy, bring that up, bring it down. Uh, so once you understand yourself and, and can start to learn how to, you know, affect the positive, you know, bring, maybe someone's like super positive today and the room isn't quite right there. So you're like, I still want to be there with you, but you kind of learn to bring them just down a step and then vice versa. You have someone that's just having that really rough day, you know, they're there to come get their hair done or do whatever. Um, you you they're there to leave feeling better looking better all that sort of stuff so then that's kind of on you to bring that up a little bit too as as best you can right so um that comes also with I think the territory that we just do you you wouldn't want to go get your hair done by somebody that's just sad all the time and grumpy all the time right that would be really you know so we kind of have to just put that out there Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's a big thing is when you have somebody sitting down in your chair and they just have such a negative, um, n- negative mindset or, you, you know, no matter what you do is not going to make them happy. Right. Um, yeah. it just kind of, it, it, it is just, is what it is. Um, but it can really affect your confidence and your, um, y- your, positivity, right? So um, I think it's a really important thing just to remember that you can't control everybody around you and that it's not you, right? Like it's, 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 it's not you that is um, making them unhappy or that um, there's nothing that you can do. So it's just something going on within them um, that has nothing to do with you. And you just have to remind yourself to kind of like take a step back and not let that affect you and kind of just put your wall up for that because that is something that can really, uh, really toy with our emotions and our confidence behind the chair. Completely. It's learning what we, uh, you know, you leave there and you take home. There's, it's our own little cubicle, but it, you know, some things have to stay within there and then within our, our own, hearts guided wall, I guess, so to say. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So kind of tying into that, um, when you have somebody sitting down in your chair and they are unhappy with their hair, again, it could not be you at all. It could be something you've done, whatever it is. Um, but it, it really does make you feel, uh, 
put you down or make you feel unworthy or, or discourage you. And you can have like an entire day of amazing knock it out of the park hairstyles and clients are walking out happy and everybody's complimenting you. And then you have that one person mm -hmm. that just knocks you down. Right. We've all right. been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what kind of advice would you have to block out that negativity um, or just not let it discourage you behind the chair? Uh, first of all, you're going to hear as we speak, I'm such a like, I'm a lover of words. So quotes and like proverbs and all those sorts of things always just like stand out. So instantly I'm just like, attitude is the difference between an ordeal and an adventure. So, you know, you can, you yourself can just make or break what that situation is going to be right there, especially when all that negativity is coming at you or depending how that all went about. Um, and maybe you handled it really well and they walked out of the door, but now that stuck with you, right? Now you're sitting there thinking, okay, like you said, you rocked out this whole day. Um, again, worrying is like a rocking chair. <laughs> it gives you something really fun to do to pass the time, but where do you get? Absolutely nowhere. So that's something I, that's always really in life. I say that so much. I've probably worn that one out, but it's uh, the strongest advice for people to truly listen to and just hear those words. Like, why, why do we worry? I understand there's sometimes some things, but like, what benefit ever are we ever getting out of it? Forward from it? Um, yeah, so th there could be so many things like even, my gosh, a simple miscommunication. So then maybe that's an opportunity that I maybe need to work on my like learning or speaking skills or maybe like, uh, you know, th there's all sorts of uh, just whatever the case may be. We just can't let it uh, discourage us. You know, especially it's hard because that's our art piece, right? As, as hairstylists, as artists. And you just put that signature touch and, and we're really happy about it. And so it's so hard sometimes not to take that personally. Um, but I've learned in this industry, there's your vision and my vision. And then we have our consultation and we create something in the middle. And at the end of the day, as much as the information and the expertise I have, I need you to be happy walking out the door, loving the hair you're wearing, and take myself out of it. So I've had some hairstyle leave and be like, I don't even want to give them my car because I'm not <laughs> sure. Like, I want them to tell people I did their hair. But you know what? They booked back. They were loyal guests. And they were happy. So did it matter? No, you know, um, so yeah, I'm kind of just learning to not get caught up in all of that. And at the end of the day, as long as you, you learned that lesson and pivoted in the right way from it and just leave it there, but, but learn the lesson as well. I think that's an important one too, is can you touching on the, a person coming in and you know, you don't want to give them your card because you didn't like what that you did, but they left happy. And I think yeah. that's a, a good one to a, a good reminder for, especially people starting out in the industry because there yes. are going to be a lot of that, right? You yeah. are going to get 
all walks of life coming into your chair and you are going to love some of the styles you do. You are not going to like some others and people are going to either leave happy or unhappy, but you need to try to figure, you need to figure that out and learn from it and, and everything. But with having so many different styles coming in your chair and, and a lot of them not being the ones that you necessarily want to do over time. It's not that you have to like not give them your card or try to like force them to go to somebody else or anything like that. It's over time. You're going to build up your style because you're still learning, right? Like you're still exactly you still are building up your style. And so over time you are going to build the clientele that you want. And those people are going to eventually realize that you're just not the right person for them. Right. Uh, right. And that's okay. And yeah. they're somebody who is more of their style, but until then, like you are still building up your, your clientele. So, so don't think of it as a negative. And I love that you're, you're putting that positivity on it in just like, you know, you have your style, they have theirs and you're going to meet in the middle. That's amazing. And yeah. yeah, so it's just, you're, you're going to continuously learn and, and find your, your style and, and what you do and what you love to do. And over time that is going to grow into your niche, but for somebody who is in the beginning of their career, that just remembering that not to like go in the back and, Oh, I hated what I did or, you know, just whatever, oh, yeah. building that negativity around it. It's like, no, this is, this is my growth. This is my learning and what, what I'm going to do with that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love these learnings. <laughs> yes. Sometimes they're so hard to have, but that's our biggest growth, right? Yeah. Um, so you had also mentioned too there, um, just with your speaking and, and, uh, oh, yes. how to speak to clients. Um, but I had noticed when we were doing the rack back in, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what month it was. <laughs> <'cause> I <didn't laughs> so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when we were doing the rack, you had mentioned when we were all doing our, our um, teachings that you have been taking breathing classes. Yeah. Um, so could you elaborate a little bit on that and like speaking and breathing classes and, and what that has done for you and your confidence behind the chair? Thank you. Um, you know, when I first heard, cause it's something we all do, you know, we, we, we do it every day, all the time, nonstop. So you're just kind of like, what? breathing classes <laughs> uh, but in anything especially as a stylist we educate that right um we have our results our beliefs our habits right we want our results we do it by the habit that we've been doing from the belief belief system that we have right so in any way i need to alter that if i have such a habit of doing something the same way i'm going to get that same result so um if I'm always getting nervous in speaking or people are like, oh, you're always breathing through your mouth or you're a heavy breather, you know, all sorts of those different things, those things can be changed. You have just gotten into such a habit. And also in the time right now with, you know, things covering our face, the whole uh, mask wearing and the difficulty or struggle that sometimes can come from behind that is not always 100% the answer, but a big part of it can stem from just how you are simply breathing. Um, so it all kind of starts there. 
So it really started because I got into live theater. I've always kind of done that growing up, but I kind of just took it a little bit more, which I absolutely miss right now. <laughs> but the, the really at the end of the day, whether you're up on a big platform stage in front of a couple hundred people, you know, giving your speech or in a room of seven people just speaking, there's no big change when it comes to how you deliver the information. And that really comes down to being grounded. And yeah, like, yes, being grounded in the information that you're delivering truly, but like, I mean, feet planted, breathing in through the nose, speaking out on your exhale, um, learning how to use your breathing to your advantage. I'm just thinking of that even as back to school, you know, you all had to get up in front of class and maybe deliver some sort of thing. And some people got up there and rocked it and we're living in that limelight and the next person just like barely a peep comes out of, or the next person just rattling all of a sudden just quickly. So through the thing and you're like, what even just happened or came out of their mouth. Right. So all three of them could have delivered a very same message if they just had the that moment of controlling their breathing and getting themselves ready you know in that moment so and and even so when you're behind the chair you know and all of a sudden they're not liking what you're doing and tensions are getting heated just even in your controlling your breathing can just help uh, stabilize that conversation even so um, yeah, just the, the simple fundamentals that can make an uncomfortable situation more positive. And then just using it as a way of um, to communicate effectively. Um, you know, you can, again, like, um, I don't know if you're on that one rat. We did have a gentleman on and he had a, a he talked specifically on all the, he was a, a breathing coach specialist and I forget his name at the moment. Um yeah, but, it was like breath pod, I think it was. I still I'd, call him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, Because just learning, yeah, when you are so nervous to bring your calm back down or when you are too calm and you need to be ready for, you know, that next situation and bring that energy up for, you know, bring the excitement. How to yourself bring it first so you can deliver it. So, um, it really, really is super helpful and just grounding yourself, delivering your message. And you're speaking all day, every day. You're a hairstylist. Like, yes, we are listening to them, but um, we're talking about product. We're talking about what happened. We're talking about how to do their hair, giving them tips. It's, it's nonstop speaking. So breathing is, is a foundation and super important, I would say. That's amazing. I love that. So what would be like one type of breathing exercise that you would do? Oh, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm sure there's many, but (laughs) really, if it really just to be super simple, it's, it's remembering because so many people can get into the habit of breathing through your mouth all the time. So if nothing else, just, you know, that breathe the simple in through the nose and out through the mouth, but then learning, you know, sometimes 
uh, maybe a longer in and a longer out, or maybe we, we now need to bring that energy up. So understanding, you know, when they say like bunny breasts or baby breasts, um, they're just different sort of, uh, but it's really a matter of if you can't be in a calm, quiet, like at least finding your calm, quiet for a moment and just listening to your breathing and, and starting to assess it, you know, are you on a, a good breathing pattern and even just focusing on it in the, and then those high stress moments can really, really change those moments. So just being aware and, and hearing yourself and, and taking that moment to just breathe. Nice. I love that. Um, yeah, that's such an important part. And I think especially at the rack when, when that guy came on to talk about breathing, um, I don't think I, I realized how much of a difference that made until then. And yeah. yeah. And so I've been doing now, well, I mean, especially now with, I've been off for a month now, we've been shut down and we're going another month and, um, definitely have had some anxiety moments and so just really taking that time to breathe. And I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone, uh, with it. Like I've, I've gone to bed and I couldn't fall asleep for hours and just sitting there and just doing breathing exercises that he taught have made such a huge difference. And I just like, I just fall asleep right away. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it makes such a difference. Um, and it, it's such an important part. I mean, it is what we do all day, every day. So <laughs> it, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes such a difference. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, uh, just kind of getting back to like behind the chair and everything, um, what, tools would you suggest for hairstylists to utilize, um, to grow their confidence and their skills behind the chair? Like, is there education they should invest in or, um, like breathing exercises or different, different things that they should, um, be utilizing, um, to grow their confidence behind the chair? Okay. Um, I would say, first of all, stop and remind yourself of why you got into the industry mm-hmm. or, um, you're do, you're doing the thing you're doing in the first place. And remember that because there's going to be some really tough days and days you question the why you're doing what you're doing. So if you can have that there, you know, especially when you're first starting out and you, you are getting a lot more of the negative or it's not necessarily negative. It's just, there's so much growth to be happening. So we're getting so much feedback and it's, it's all on how we're taking that in. So as long as you remember why you're doing it, it kind of starts there. Um, and then don't compare. It's so easy, but looking, uh, you know, around, I was sitting with my son the other day and we were making some, um, we were about to eat anyways. And he <laughs> had, had picked out, I mixed some black eyed peas in with the rice and no, he was not having that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just want you to take a look at everything on your plate. Does anything look the same? Your carrots are different from the meat and the meat is different from your rice. So why would you all of a sudden just be um, so mean to those black eyed peas? Mm-hmm. And he's just quickly gobbled up his whole, his whole dinner. So knowing that everything just has its purpose and its place and that we cannot compare ourselves to, to 
anything. So there may be the girl or guy beside you that's just like slaying the balayage and you're doing roller sets all day or something. But, you know, we all have our purpose at the end of the day. So first of all, just don't compare and know that, like you said, you're building your own style, your own hustle, and we're going to question those days. So remember your why. Um, And then um, using that time, you know, pandemic or not, that hasn't stopped history from doing the things that they needed to get done. So education is like, there's so much education out there right now. You know, we have so many different platforms and so many educators giving hot tips and tricks and different things. And it might only be a snippet, but that's like gearing you into learning more and investing in yourself, um, which is right. Super in, in important. <laughs> um, um, so then um, other to, to just also help you gain the confidence, I think huge is to dress the part. Um, you know, when you, when you look good, you feel good. So I think that's half of the battle going into work sometimes too. Maybe you took on all that great information on the weekend, but then you rolled into work and are feeling a little bit slumpy Tuesday morning. So then, you know, how is that going to be day that you're out rocking and feeling your, your game? So there's all sorts of things that can come into play. if your, your confidence and your skills. Um, being a great listener. Our entire career is based on great communication. So as we know, a miscommunication can result in an upset guest, which wreaks havoc on our confidence. So if you're someone that's not good at remembering, you know, take the notes, write it down. Lots of times we have our phones near us to, to be Googling or all sorts of things, comparing pictures. So have like your note option right there and just take some notes with your and you know have a client section with their name and that sort of stuff if that's the tool you use and then knowing your strengths so if all of a sudden you know you're doing nothing but blondes all the time um and that's what you're posting out there all the time that's also what you're going to continue to get by what you're putting out there um, but all of a sudden, start to realize maybe that's a strength that you have. Uh, be be aware of it. Discover those things and realize those are opportunities for success. Um, and then, just as important, I think, to know what your weakness is. Be be aware of that and be honest with yourself. And then use that as an opportunity to learn and grow. There are this keeps you. You know, there's some education a great place to, to grow and learn. Maybe you are great at figuring out neutralizing colors and glazing and coloring, but a haircut comes in and, and you, you feel a little bit off about it. Don't get discouraged about that so you don't feel as confident. So then start just looking up some great, you know, Samvia haircutting tips and start looking up some great artists that are showing you some ideas to start to gain that confidence. Practice. Get an old mannequin. Contact somebody. Practice. Play. That helps you gain your confidence and your skills. Um, 
and it keeps you up to date. This is a fast paced, ever changing industry. So it's a great time for us to play and be creative. Um, you know, and in this time when we're so used to being so fast paced, things have really slowed down. So I've been using that and I, and I think everything, you know, what's the silver lining? What's the good in this? Here's an opportunity to learn to grow. So maybe you're not behind the chair as much, but that's where you're dying to be. So then do all of the things. So when you're back behind the chair, you're like, you know, slaying it triple time. So just always remembering those opportunities and the why behind what you're doing. And then, yeah, just not get discouraged. There's always ways to grow. Education is just more, you know, it's, it's, when has more information ever been a terrible thing? <laughs> you know, it's a, so I think it's just opportunities to just grow. And I, I love that. So that that's where all the confidence and all of that can definitely come from. And I remember just being a young stylist. If it was slow, my employer like made me be out on the salon for practice, practicing and trying and doing all the things. But then it also got me into the habit of, if I didn't feel like doing another roller set or maybe only had 10 minutes, then I just took that time to actually kind of watch what they were doing or ask the questions or listen in on their retail conversation and how they are delivering or asking the question. So it's just a flow. You know, it's, it's just taking, being the owl in the room and taking in all that information. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I don't even want to like add on anything else because I feel like that was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, I guess really, because I don't want to add any, I really want that to like sink in with people and really um, just to take in all the information you gave, because again, this is a really uh, important topic to talk about in the hair industry, because I think that everybody, every single hairstylist has dealt with um, confidence or lack of confidence at some time or another. Yeah. So I, I think this was a really good one to talk about. And I think that you gave a really good perspective, um, a really great perspective on it. So, um, yeah. So where can um, people find you and be able to talk with you? Um, You can find me at home no <laughs> uh social media platforms are super easy you can uh i'm on facebook uh, um i i think it's kelly lingabach Noah's on facebook i'm like i'm not even 100 percent sure and then i'm on instagram a lot it's one of my favorite platforms um you can find me on there it's easy to dm or send a message and And really, I always say to everybody, even at the end of my class, like, I don't care what time it is. I may not respond right at that moment, but I honestly, I have people from like all over that'll just randomly ask her, like, this may seem like a really stupid question. Like I had a lady in um, San Antonio send me a a Shades EQ question the other day. And I'm like, no, I love this because it's an opportunity for me to think and learn and grow and to, you know, connect with you. So reach out totally all the time uh and then email too but i feel like you know everyone just kind of reaches out social media so 
I, yeah. Instagram's a good place to find you. <laughs> Definitely. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. And um, thank you for having me. This was wonderful. You're very welcome. I love it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It is always such a pleasure talking to Kelly and she just brings some really good inspiration into the new year and just an uplift of positivity. If you guys liked this episode, please give a comment in the show notes as well as rate this podcast, um, send it to your friends, share it on Instagram, whatever you can do just to get the word out about this about this show. Um, I would love to continue to be able to serve you and I have some amazing, amazing people lined up for the new year that I can't wait to share. I've had some really amazing conversations already. As well, we still have about a week left of our giveaway with um, Piper in our last episode. So make sure if you have not listened to that episode yet, go back to the next episode or the last episode and check that one out there. Until next time, have a great week.